Giuseppe Vafangulo, joined as always by my brother from another mother, David Scorpio. Scorpio, are you there? I am indeed, sir. Good to be with you and good to be here on Republic Broadcasting. Looking forward to it. Yes, yes. Happy Father's Day to everyone. And speaking of fathers, we have a guest co-host with us tonight, a man whose clips we played the last two weeks, so I thought... This week, we're going to play another one of his clips, so let's have him on. George Hobbs, the fact hunter. Happy Father's Day, George. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you guys so much. Dave, uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, also, shout out to the uh, great audience. It's really good to be on Republic Broadcasting Network, longtime listener. And uh, I spent a lot of time. I lived in Central Texas for almost 10 years, so uh, shout out to everybody, and thanks again for having me. Well, it, it's awesome that you're here, George. And, and George, people on RBN may not know that uh, you're the latest of the uh, individuals who have joined SpeakFreeRadio.com in addition to you're doing your shows on uh, Spreaker, so TheFactHunter.com. And, and many people, especially being Father's Day, would not know that you're retired military and you did a tour of duty with your own father. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so the first round in the military, I was in the Delaware National Guards. Uh, we were in different units, but we were both in the Delaware National Guards. And, uh, of course, back then, I didn't know that the whole <laughs> Desert Storm thing was a scheme back then. Uh, we were blinded with patriotism. But, yeah, both uh, my father's unit got called up first, then I did, and uh, they were at KKMC, Kinkalid Military Complex, which is right up there by the uh, Kuwaiti border. Uh, we were a little further back, but we both served Operation Desert Storm, uh, I got to see him for a little bit, and I'm obviously today's Father's Day. He's no longer with me, but um, he was a very good man. I appreciate you uh, mentioning him. Well, absolutely, George, and we honor you and your father for, uh, you know, trying to serve this nation. And, and the amazing thing is how 
you woke up. And speaking of Delaware and waking up, good old uh, Joe Biden, his entire presidency was summed up this week by uh, trying to do a a photo op on a bike ride, and he fell over and and made a fool of himself and pretty much does – that's the uh, theme of his presidency, wouldn't you say, Scorpio? Oh, well, you know, I think they should have put some training wheels on his bike, perhaps. That might have saved him. Would have been bad optics, though. <laughs> Without a doubt. So, George, you know, um, you've been doing a phenomenal effort covering this 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 satanic agenda of trying to bring uh, trannies and, and the sick, sick uh, idea of grooming children into transgender uh, uh, mutilation and all this crazy stuff, and... Uh, Sam, if you could get uh, clip number five ready to go, and um, that uh, play the audio player, sir. It, it's unbelievable. You know, Biden comes comes off as a boob, but in reality, he's a marionette. And what he signed into law last Wednesday is is unbelievably disturbing. Uh, go ahead, Sam. Biden signs new executive order promoting LGBT agenda in law and society. Washington, D.C., LifeSite News, the Biden administration announced Wednesday an executive order directing federal departments to promote expanded access to gender-affirming care, including measures against counseling for unwanted gender confusion or same-sex attraction and state policies to protect children from life-altering surgical and chemical procedures. Today, to mark Pride Month, President Biden will sign an executive order advancing equality for LGBTQI plus individuals, and he will welcome LGBTQI plus families, advocates, elected officials, and leaders to the White House for a reception, the White House announced. The order directs the U.S. Department of Education, DOE, and Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, to draft and release sample policies for states and school districts to adopt as alternatives to state laws the administration claims attack homosexual and transgender individuals, but in reality do things like prohibit medically transitioning minors and ensure female students don't have to share restrooms or lockers with biological males. Additionally, it tasks HHS with Explore, ING, guidance to clarify that federally funded programs cannot offer so-called conversion therapy and increase ing public awareness about its harms provide training and technical assistance to healthcare providers okay, Sam, and expand support point, for services to help survivors the order also tasks the federal government with work ing with states to promote okay, Sam, expanded access to gender affirming <clears throat> care in the name of preventing youth suicide strengthening lgbtqi plus non-discrimination protections in the foster care system, likely meaning future challenges to religious agencies' right to insist on placing children in homes with both a mother and a father, promote, ing, safe and inclusive learning environments, likely meaning enforcement of preferred gender pronouns and barriers to parents knowing about their children's issues relating to sexuality, and expanded federal data collection on sexual orientation and gender identity. The executive order follows the Biden administration's wholehearted endorsement of transitioning children, expressed in documents put... Great, great. Well, the point is, uh, George and Scorpio, Scorpio first, is that this, uh, the living glory hole, Joe Biden, is serving his globalist masters and is essentially trying to bring the full force of the federal government and, and dramatic overreach and taking away states' rights to give parents the rights to not have their children groomed by uh, satanic trannies and homosexuals. I I cannot believe, Scorpio, how far Biden is going to the fringes of uh, dark society. 
Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, well, you know, this is really all about the destruction of Western civilization and any kind of uh, morality that might be left in the country. And uh, it just shows you really how uh, the federal government, in a lot of ways, has declared war on its own people. And between this and, um, you know, uh, this January 6th um, uh, fiasco, uh, really declaring war on anyone that stepped foot in the in the in the capitol building this is all such a pathetic show to divert away from the fact that the economy is in meltdown right now and it's going to get much much worse as they continue to raise the interest rates this is just beginning guys so true george your your thoughts on on the living glory hole biden doing this incredible totalitarian communist overreach of trying to uh groom children with the federal approval yeah, and it shouldn't surprise us at all because, I mean, the federal overreach is what they do. Uh, eventually, they want full control of the states. That's their end game. One thing that should uh, make people shudder is when they said Department of Education. They're telling you out and out that they're targeting your children. And that's where you, you know, you have to pick and choose your hills to die on because they're coming at us at so many different fronts. But when they come from the children, that's when you have to put your foot down. And they blatantly said... They're going to weaponize the Department of Education, and they're going to push this propaganda on these children. And they're doing it right here in Delaware. They came up, I think it was SB 156 a week or two ago, where they're going to force indoctrinate private schools. So uh, there, there's no lines in the sand anymore. They want total control of everything. That's a great point, George. And uh, your phenomenal show, which runs Monday, Wednesday, Friday on Speak Free Radio, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. You played this clip uh, uh, Friday, and it, and it so infuriated me that I, I actually called in your show. I, and I'm amazed you took my call. No, I'm just kidding. And so, the um, Sam, if you could load up clip four, this is not only has the uh, satanic, mentally uh, ill, tranny, LGBTQ, WTF movement infiltrated uh, education they've also infiltrated religion tragically and uh, George I was deeply disturbed by listening to this clip on your show Friday look clip no, there we Bible go. Bible is nothing nothing but poetry pain and performance the bible is no more holy than allen ginsburg's howls of life no more peaceful than oscar wilde's requiescat and pache and no more stronger than tammy fucking Faye's goddamn eyelash glue god himself is no more tangible than the concophony of invisible butterflies floating in new lovers' stomachs yearning to be set free from the bondage of past harm and the lacks of rightful mistrust. God himself is nothing. But if she were, she would be, yes, cleaning her way down the runways of Paris and Montreal, strutting on that tightrope pulled taut between absurdity and opulence, balancing between too much and never enough. God is nothing, but if 
she were, she would be a seamstress of divine couture, weaving together string theory and self-portraits to form the fiercest gowns of queer existence. The Bible is okay, nothing Sam, God. So the, the, uh, according to this tranny preacher, uh, God is a queer who would champion talk about the heights of special snowflake narcissism, Scorpio. Can you believe that? I mean, my God. Well, I think uh, this country is in real trouble, guys, uh, you know, with <laughs> yeah. uh, creatures like that running around. Um, good things are not ahead uh, for this country. And the problem is, I mean, th these kind of people have always existed, but they're being elevated into positions of influence uh, that they should not be put in. They should be on the fringes of society. If you have a free society, people are going to, you're going to have a certain small percentage of people like that. But um, to elevate them and make it into some kind of a hero, uh, we've got big problems ahead. And this, um, again, I think uh, we're heading for some rough times in this country, guys. Agreed. Well stated, brother. Um, George, you found that clip, and I, I was I was infuriated. W what are your thoughts on on that? That uh, I don't know what to call that. It what it was saying. Yeah, if I could just put some perspective for the audience who may be hearing this for the first time, this guy when he's not in drag, his name is Isaac Simmons. Uh, when he's in drag, uh, he he looks like somebody who was auditioning for Booze and Buddies. Uh, he's got this big orange, you know wig glasses just unbelievable but please understand guys uh this church hope united methodist church in bloomington illinois is officially a part of the united methodist church uh so it was actually a listener who sent that sent that clip to me and i thought this can't really be the methodist church maybe they're just using their name and sure enough you go to umc.org they're like look how welcoming we are um and this person is a candidate for ordination so the Methodist Church, which the reason it kind of, I don't want to use the word triggered, but it angered me. I grew up in the Methodist Church. The first 17 years of my life, I was in the Methodist Church. So we know they've infiltrated education. They've infiltrated the highest levels of politics. Uh, and now, you know, these Talmudic terrorists have infiltrated um, our very, you know, our Christian values. And they're trying to destroy the church, which, listen. Uh, it, you can search the Methodist Church and drag queens. The United Methodist Church is getting split in two, and uh, this is all intentional. Yes, well stated. And Sam, I see now on the list of clips, I forgot to put clip 10 in front of clip 10, but it's it says drag queen shames woke parents. So, you know, there are some somewhat sane drag queens, and I found this clip this week. Uh, so go ahead and, and play clip 10, Sam, when you get when you're ready. What what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage? I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Would you want a stripper or a porn star to influence your child? It, it makes no sense at all. A drag queen performs in a nightclub for adults. There is a lot of filth that goes on, a lot of sexual stuff that goes on. And backstage, there's a lot of nudity, sex, and drugs. Okay? So I don't think that this is a, a, an avenue you would want your child to explore. 
they could explore dressing up at home like we all did, like all gay boys did. I we did. all dressed at home <laughs> and we had a great time. We had a great time with our girlfriends, putting on makeup, trying on clothes, things like that. But Jeez. to actually get them involved in drag is extremely, extremely irresponsible on your part. And I understand you might want to look like you're with it, that you're cool, that you're woke, that you're not a Nazi, that you're not a homophobe, whatever, whatever it may be. But you can raise your child to be just a normal, regular, everyday child without including them in gay, sexual things. And honestly, you're not doing the gay community any favors. In fact, you're hurting us, okay? We have already had a reputation of being pedophiles and being perverts and deviants. <laughs> we don't need you to bring your children around. So you keep your kids at okay, home. Okay, Sam, that's good take... enough. And I'd like to interject that if you could see the video, I saw found that as a video. That gentleman is dressed up in heavy, heavy makeup like uh, a stripper. I mean, really intense. So... Isn't that amazing that even a drag queen, Scorpio, is warning off these libtard, woke, uh, metroplex, you know, California types from taking their little five-year-olds to drag drag queen strip shows and, and, and trying to show how woke they are? Scorpio? Well, this is on the parent, of course. Say again? You kind of were distorted. This is on parents to to so incredibly irresponsible as child abuse, but look, this uh, you know it shows. I don't think uh, this is even supported by the majority of the of the gay community, whatever you want to call. It. I really don't. I think this is manufactured. And again, the government is going after your children. George pointed out both spiritually, physically, and mentally. And here they they're just authorizing you know these COVID shots for, what, a six-month to five-year-olds now? I mean, they want your children uh, unhealthy in every respect, physically, mentally, and spiritually. There's no question about it. This can no longer be denied. Well said. George, your thoughts on a drag queen trying to warn off parents, woke parents? Yeah, listen to, to what Dave said. Um, I do believe the same. Most of, of the gay community does not want this, uh, this filth to be uh, introduced to children. You know, once these kids turn 18 and they become adults, whatever they do behind closed doors, that's their life. But and again, most of the gay community doesn't want this filth uh, introduced to their kids for sure. A hundred percent. Well stated. And uh, Sam, if you could prepare a clip six and Scorpio, uh, we didn't do, do pre-show prep, but you set me up perfectly, brother, because uh, there's a gentleman named Sam Dodson who just shreds the FDA and should have, based on his testimony alone, that's clip six, Sam, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, jubonic Jew jab should have never been approved for babies and, and infants and young, young kids. Uh, so clip six just makes compelling evidence. Hello, my name is Sam Dotson. I run a podcast called To the Lifeboats, and I have no relationship with the pharmaceutical cartels. I schooled in electrical engineering, and two years ago, I'd never heard of mRNA, but let me tell you what I've learned since. It starts with the shot you told us stays at the injection site. We know it doesn't. You knew it didn't. Biodistribution studies show that it goes to every major organ, primarily the heart, liver, and spleen, where thanks to the highly inflammatory lipid nanocomplex, it transfects the cells. 
That complex contains a pegylated lipid being mass injected into humans for the first time ever, while the animal studies showed heart attacks in pigs after the second injection. You knew the lipid nanocomplexes collect in the ovaries where they have the potential to cause devastating effects on reproductive health, yet you did nothing. When women started complaining of menstrual problems, you did nothing. Transfected cells in every organ pump out the spike protein that ends up in the nucleus where it interrupts P53 line one imbrica. You didn't know this because you didn't care to ask the question. And when shown to you in a study, you did nothing. Every transfected cell expressing spike protein risks autoimmune disease, the most acute of which is myocarditis. When people started dying of myocarditis, you did nothing. The spike protein floats freely in the vasculature, finding its way into the brain, breast milk, and the environment as the body sheds this protein in exosomes, making those around the vaccinated sick. The spike protein directly affects toll-like receptors and CD4T cells, which are essential to the immune defense against these very viruses. When the vaccinator repeatedly caught COVID and suffered reactivation of herpes, shingles, papillomavirus in unprecedented numbers, you knew this was a massive problem, yet you did nothing. You knew that the mRNA stays around for months in lymph node germinal centers causing T-cell exhaustion because the Stanford group performed the study that you couldn't be bothered to do. And then you ignored that massive safety signal. You were warned about oncomers and the effect on P53, yet you did nothing. When you were warned about prion disease and amyloid as a result of the huge amounts of spike protein produced by these therapies, you did worse than nothing. You silenced those people who raised the alarms. You were informed of fraud in the vaccine studies, yet instead of investigating, you colluded with the manufacturers to suppress trial data for 75 years. Knowing all of these concerns, you now want to inject the very young who have zero clinical risk from COVID and for which not one single study has shown any clinical benefit. You have abjectly failed in your sole duty to ensure the safety of any drug given to Americans. The late Francis Oldham Keesley would have been ashamed at how you've turned a once respected agency into a corrupt, corrupted vessel for the very corporations you swore to protect the American public from. If you have one shred of humanity left, you will recommend an immediate halt to all the shots and pray that God has mercy on your souls. Well, they can't force people. Sam, that's enough of that. Uh, but before I get comments and the reply from the murderous, uh, lying, uh, Talmudic shrew named Rochelle Walensky, who now uh, heads the CDC and, and literally licks the rectum of Big Pharma, here's her reply. Play clip seven, uh, Sam. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines yeah, right. available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children <laughs> under five. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children under five. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. 
We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children under five. Hmm, Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Parents, I strongly encourage you to get your children vaccinated. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous scientific review, that the vaccines available here I in the United States can be used safely reviewed. and effectively in children under I wonder five. If it's safe and effective. Vaccinating young children is a critical opportunity to protect them against hospitalization and death from COVID-19. Okay, Sam, you can stop. Parents. Scorpio, what do you think of those two clips? Are you going to order from uh, column A or column B, the lying Talmudic parasite Rochelle Walensky, the murderess? Well, yeah, you know, um, it's interesting that the situation is even worse than is stated in clip number one. These, this is intentionally done. This isn't, um, yeah. you know, corruption or, or right. malfeasance or, or oops. You know, these people knew exactly what they were doing. And this is going to go down in history, at least amongst some people, as the greatest cover-up. Uh, this actually put, put something like 9-11 even to... to pale in comparison because of the scope of this. It's worldwide. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have died directly or indirectly from this shot. And But I do think on a positive note, there's going to be or there is an unintended consequence happening as a result of this where more and more people are simply refusing to trust one word the media says, the, the government says, or any of these government shill says. So I think that's one good thing that's already taking place. George Hobbs, the fact hunter, parent of four children that you know of. No, I'm just <laughs> the uh, what are your thoughts on? Uh, can you believe column A versus column B? I mean, my God. You know, so many things. That's actually the clip I'm opening up my show with tomorrow. Listen, uh, the whole LGBTQ agenda and this. Um, mass genocide with the shots they have one thing in common that's eugenics yep. at the end of the day that is your rule number one on the georgia guidestones getting it down to 500 million uh if you can turn people into homosexuals though they're not going to have offspring uh plan b is the backup all these shots and they look they do have millions and millions of people injected and i'm telling you it's going to be a rough fall for a lot of people when they start getting sick and their immune systems have been so compromised. Uh, you know, Dr. Fetzer ends his show every every day with, you know, hug the ones around you because you don't know how much time. And, you know, I really do think, not trying to be dramatic or fear porn everybody, but I, I think there's some dark times ahead of us. It's sad and true and, and well stated. And we're coming up to the bottom of the hour break, so I won't let play another clip but scorpio i mean can you believe the first gentleman sam dodson a uh, fact upon forensic facts science real science and then you've got this jew shrew just safe and effective and parents i mean it was it was gaslighting propaganda to the extreme and and i mean how do we, how do we allow so many murderous traitors jews to get at the highest level of power in the federal government it's a mystery, uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, these people want you dead and they want your children dead, and I think it's time to, to really let that sink in. I don't think there's any denying it now, given what we're seeing, 
And unfortunately, uh, I agree with George, and I've said it before, we are headed for dark times. It's already baked in the cake. And what's coming next is an economic meltdown, unlike we've probably never seen in our lifetimes. George, we're just about to break, but maybe you can reply swiftly, which is, the you know, I, I went to the store yesterday and, and uh, running some errands, and the average person is not worried at all. There's no... There's no um, concern. It's crazy. They, they, they. It's like they're stepping out in a traffic, and they're, they don't. Re, they're gonna look, and they're gonna get run over, George. Yeah, they keep saying. You know, they show us all the pictures of the cattle dying, of, of the gas shortages. But look, when I go to the stores, the, the shelves, they still look full to me. I think this is intentional. They are intentionally raising the prices. Uh, there's. Yeah. You know, maybe we will see a supply shortage down the road, but they're trying to just uh, push us into bankruptcy. Uh, you, you saw the interest rates on homes. Uh, what would for a three hundred thousand dollar home, twenty percent down would cost you about thirteen hundred a month. Uh, today, if you did that, it would be about eighteen fifty. So just in in a few short months, the cost of purchasing a home is just skyrocketed. And I can validate. I uh, said it on our shows, which is Scorpio and I do shows on Speak Free Radio. I'll save that thought till afterwards. Well, I'll quickly say it. Uh, a year ago, organic food shopping, 225 bucks. Yesterday, 448 Same, same, same shopping list. Stay tuned for more on RBN of the Sane Asylum after these messages. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. You know that nothing beats a storable food stockpile for readiness. But there are two problems with storable food. It's expensive, and eventually it runs out. Then what? What happens to you or your family when there's not enough food to go around? In a true survival scenario... You need a renewable food source. That's why Seed Armory has developed a survival-grade seed vault that can produce over $25,000 worth of crops from just one kit. Unlike other seed vaults, we don't inflate our seed counts with fillers. All our seeds are 100% heirloom and non-GMO. Not a green thumb? Don't worry. We've written an easy-to-follow guide to guarantee your success from planting to harvest. For a limited time, we're offering an additional 10% off your order when you enter the code RBN at checkout. Go to SeedArmory.com. That's SeedArmory.com. Don't wait. Like everything else, seeds are in short supply. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Carrie, great product, and I will continue to use. I've been taking it for over a year now. I'm 60 and feel great. I would highly recommend this product to anyone over the age of 40. Amazon customer, five stars. I'm quite happy about it. Extendivite has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Amazon customer, five stars. Great product I use regularly, and I rarely get sick. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. King of Sunday Night, Robert Ravel on Incendiary Radio. And if you can, please support Republic Broadcasting because, uh, like everyone else, it's experiencing some tough times after the, their founder and leader, John Statmiller, passed away earlier uh, a few months ago. I think it was late last year. And so go to the store or if you want to donate. But there is just, uh, as George Hobbs, the fact hunter, our guest co-host today, mentioned, there are some great hosts. And I'm a regular listener, and, and I support RBN as well. And I'm honored, Scorpio and I are honored to be on RBN. So, Scorpio, before we start taking calls, uh, I mean, that first half hour just lucidly delineated the difference between uh, real people. Like, that song was by Queen on their second album, Father and Son Celebrating Real Fathers. Real fathers don't take their children, impressionable children, to tranny drag shows. Real fathers don't take their children, uh, infants, uh, uh, toddlers, to go get the jubonic Jew jab. Real fathers protect their families. So, uh, Scorpio, your thoughts before we open up the phone lines. Well, what's so insane about this uh, encouraging, you know, six-month- to five-year-olds getting the shot even at the beginning, they were saying, well, hey, young kids don't even get it. So why are you going to get the shot? Well, the only reason is they want to destroy the immune systems of these children. And hopefully, I think what they want to do is um, make them sterile as well. So uh, 
War has been declared on the population by this federal government. I, I don't think there's any way around that, guys. Well stated. George Hobbs, before we start taking some calls, your thoughts on uh, uh, how we raced through the first half hour. It was an incredible first hour, and uh, they have indeed declared war on us, and it's been a war for a long time. One thing that I forgot to mention in that first half hour, isn't it, uh, isn't it amazing how they've tried to normalize all of these side effects from these jubonic jujabs like myocarditis oh yeah, yeah. 20 year olds have been dropping dead on the football fields forever it's always happened so uh, I, I do hope that people do wake up but when i saw that clip on social media there's still i saw a lot of parents in the comments oh thank god uh we have two days because june 21st is when uh, they start uh these vac i don't they're not vaccinations these you know death clocks, genetic these, experimentations these exactly yeah, yeah so uh, some urgent times for sure. No doubt. And before we take calls, I just want to remind everyone that Scorpio and I do shows four times a week, uh, and we're honored to be simulcast on Speak Free Radio and Republic Broadcasting on Sundays. But Thursdays, we do the Thursday Sane Asylum over on Speak Free Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. This Friday is the 100th episode. I'm hitting the century mark of my show, The Perfect Triangle, and my hero and personal friend, Dr. Judy Mikovits, who is my guest for the first show, is coming back for number 100, and she has some stunning new information on what's going on as far as these jubonic jujabs causing cancer, and I have no doubt that she will have plenty to say about the uh, little babies getting uh, the jubonic jujab, and so that's this Friday night and every Friday night, 7 to 9 p.m. at speakfreeradio.com and on our various video platforms of Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, we're back on Facebook. We were banned for 30 days. I thought we were banned permanently, but I guess it was only 30 days. And so finally, uh, the, the number one show on our old network, Operation Scorpio, has moved. It's an hour later, Saturdays, 2 to 5 p.m., So and then we'll be back next Sunday again. So all right, we got some callers. And uh, the first one is Andy from Texas. Andy, welcome, and what's on your mind? Happy Father's Day. Well, hey, gentlemen, and, and thank you for happy Father's Day. I don't feel like a father because my children don't like me, but that's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 they're they're all liberals. They're all from Washington. They all got caught up in that BS. But, no, think about this. Okay, at some point, sometime, they're going to get rid of this show. They're going to get rid of RBN. They're going to get rid of uh, Revolution. They're going to get rid of us. They're just going to turn us off. So wherever you can find a voice at, do you ever think that maybe you need to do some sort of phonetic kind of advertising of when you're talking? I mean, maybe they reduce you down to talking about Leah Thomas, or they talk, they get you talking about, uh, you know, uh, Beyonce or something like that, because that's all you can talk about freely. But, but you know, like in Red Dawn, we had, you know, when they were up in the woods, they had a radio, and you heard this lady saying on the radio, the chair's against the wall. The chair's against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. That meant something to the people who actually understood what that is. Maybe we should start right now, start, you know, just, you know, you know, subliminally or just literally saying, you know, hey, when we tell you this and you say a word, it means this. And we can get that all taken care of now because at some point we're not going to have any more communication. They're going to shut this down. We're not going to be able to communicate because this is a deliberate way to, to get rid of these people. What you're talking about right now, what we're hearing right now, what we're adversing about, what we're talking about, what we're traversing about, and the, and the solutions that we come up with. 
they don't want us to do this. They're going to shut us down. So we have to find another way to communicate. And and maybe maybe it'll end up on ham radio, but we do need to have some sort of phonetic way of communicating. And have you given that any thought at all? Maybe I'm just off the hook. Maybe I'm too early for this, but I'm, I'm just thinking in advance here because you're not going to be able to say what you're saying here pretty soon. What do you think about well, that? Well, you know, uh, and- Andy, that's a great point, and Scorpio and I have had those exact discussions, and we've already realized that the international Jew could easily be described as as Scorpio came up with the Ferengi. So, Scorpio, your thoughts on Andy's observation? Well, yeah, the Ferengi, yeah, and the international elf. Well, yeah. uh, you know, I think the caller's making a good point, but, um, you know, I think we're just going to have to ride this out. I'm not going to run in fear anymore. I think that's what's gotten us to where we are now. We're going to have to make a stand and if they do start shutting down all of the alternative platforms, the problem they're going to face is going to become exceedingly clear to more and more people that we don't live in a democracy. You know, we don't live in a free society anymore. And they don't have the right to free speech. And that's why it's so important not to fall into the trap of believing that hate speech exists. There's no such thing as hate speech. There's only a speech that the, the powerful don't like. And I think we're just going to have to make a stand now because this is it, guys. This is for all the marbles. Yeah. That's true. George Hobbs, do you have any thoughts on what Andy said about speaking in code as a former military man? Yeah, Andy makes some really good points. I think we do have to stand the course, like Dave said, until this platform is taken away from us, which I agree will eventually be taken away from us. They've already I've been deplatformed from social media. Uh, I've been kicked off PayPal, which uh, I'm sure almost every other host on these type of networks have experienced. It is very important, and I preach this on my podcast, you should have some backup communications. I'm uh, a ham operator, uh, Kilo Golf 5, Whiskey Uniform November, and uh, also you need to make sure you practice these things so when the proverbial shit does hit the fan, you know that your communication skills are ready to go. So, yeah, great points. And there's some good hey, news so- on the high on the high tech front, Andy, that uh, our, our good dear friend of show and brother, UK Steve, has turned me on to something called the IPFS, the Interplanetary File System. And what that is, is using blockchain, but in a great way. And so it cannot be shut down. In worst case, if they try to take away the traditional in- internet, you can still, via inter- uh, interplanetary file system, you can have your own uh, player and your own broadcast system from uh, your desktop computer. They cannot shut down that level of uh, open source blockchain technology. So both what George says about ham radio and everything, they, they, they're, if they're trying to make everything digital, they're clearly not gonna shut down the internet. And so they may be able to shut down the, the alter independent media, but they can't shut down IPFS. It would shut down their digital economy. So there, there's always a way, and clever people are already figuring that out. So thank you, Andy. Let's move hey, on so, to the next caller. Oh, go ahead. Okay, quick. No, no, one, one more thing. So if they do shut down the electricity, which I'm pretty sure that's in the plans, how do we communicate after that? I mean, if you don't have any kind of electricity, you don't have any kind of way to get anywhere, a phone, uh, whatever, you can't even heat your food up. If that all shuts down, how do we communicate besides, uh, you know, uh, the guy on the horse with a bag full of letters? Well, that's a a great question. I think that I don't think they will shut down the electricity because their whole idea of uh, digital currency, social credit score is predicated upon 
electricity. So Scorpio and then George, your thoughts if they shut that down? Uh, well, no, I think what's going to happen, though, we're going to see um, there could be a period where it's shut down. But I agree with Giuseppe. I don't think it will long term. I think what we're going to see is shortages of electricity and um, rationing of electricity because, as first of all, as they transition us, interesting word, transition us into the green economy, that means way more electricity or way less electricity is going to be produced. And then as they try to say, hey, everyone buy an electric car and, you know, they don't just magically charge. They're all charging from the power plant. So there's going to be a huge deficit of power coming forward when they try to do this. They know this. They just haven't told us yet, like so many other things. George, if the grid goes down, do you think it will? Uh, It won't be long term. I think that's how they're going to introduce carbon credits. Everything will be rationed, including electricity. Uh, So they won't shut it down completely, but they will make sure that you don't have this everlasting, you know, amount of it. That's what I think. That's good. Thank you, Andy. Our next caller is the man, the myth, the legend, our favorite white supremacist, Paul from California. Paul, how are you? Calling all Gentiles. Calling all Gentiles. (laughs) The monkey pox is in the shot. The monkey pox is in the shot. That's exactly Shlomo right. That's exactly right. Is in the oven. Shlomo is in the oven. You know, <laughs> thanks, Andy. I appreciate the uh, the ideas there. You know, it occurs to me that this food shortage stuff is, uh, in my opinion, uh, a lot of fear porn. You know, I'm not saying that we won't have some issues, but um, when you think about it, you know, it, it just. First of all, I'm sure Giuseppe would be the first to agree that most of the food in the stores uh, you shouldn't eat and we don't need. Uh, as many uh, health and nutritionist uh, professionals have said, that just the ends of the aisles or the end, the sides of the stores and the back of the stores is all you really need with, you know, the produce and, uh, you know, the meat and dairy department and, and so forth. Uh, most packaged foods, uh, you know, you don't really uh, have to buy. And I typically go most weeks without really consuming hardly any uh, packaged foods. Uh, so, and, and the other thing, too, that I agree with that was said in the first half hour is about the fact that it's, a lot of this is manufactured. Uh, you know, I just recently read another paper by Miles Mathis, and, he, you know, it's his opinion that a lot of these these pride events are manufactured, and, of course, this uh, this operation in Idaho is completely manufactured from the ground up. And it's just, it's part of this outrage uh, porn. You know, there's fear porn and yeah. there's outrage porn. And right. we we should indeed be outraged by what's occurring. But at the same time, there's much, much bigger fish to fry that affects all of us, right? $6 a gallon gas. You know, they're raising rents everywhere. I just talked to a business owner uh, just last week, and he lost uh, one of his best workers. He had to move because he, the place he'd been in for 12 years couldn't afford to stay in because he just got like a 40% rent increase. Just boom. You know, no, no, no say in the matter. And uh, this is occurring everywhere. So, you know, there's, um, there's issues that are going to have to be dealt with. There's no doubt about it, but I I agree that as far as, um, you know, getting over uh, worried and fearful is, is, is not a good thing for, it's what they want. They're always playing with our emotions all the time. But I think when you get right down to it, uh, people will end up uh, taking care of themselves and taking care of each other because that's what we've right. always done. You know, even without all the conveniences and, you know, let's say the electricity goes down temporarily, people have always found a way to, to help and to cooperate and to sustain. There's going to be issues in the urban areas, no doubt. There's going to be lots of people that are unprepared. 
And there's going to be a lot of fat people that lose weight. And that's probably a good thing. Let's let Scorpio uh, a reply, reply, reply and then George. Go ahead, Scorpio. Well, I think Paul's making some great points. Um, I think, um, you know, as this happens, as, as they sort of try to dismantle things, and I agree, the, the event in Idaho was completely manufactured. There's no question about that. It's a joke. I covered that on my show. But as, as they dismantle this the system that they want us to be reliant upon, again, they're in the sort of this catch-22 because they, they depend on people being reliant on things so they can control them. You start to take that away, people are going to find new ways to live, and that is very dangerous for the controllers. But that's precisely what we have to do is to find new ways to live and to, to network with local people, people of like mind, and start setting up little networks now while we still have the ability to communicate. You know, talk with your neighbors that, you, that you know, are of like mind. Find people with different skill sets and start creating parallel systems because this is all coming down in one way or another, guys. George, your thoughts? Yeah, agreed, Dave. If we're going to win this game, we have to walk away from the game because we're we're certainly not going to be able to win this first on uh, force on force. Um, we need to come up with you know going back to the bartering system using cash. The the people in this country who depend on all their groceries from the grocery store, and the people who have been pampered their whole life. I'm not talking about the top top of the food chain. You know, I'm talking about the folks that make you know half a million dollars a year. Those are the people who are going to suffer in the coming months and years. Uh, as things dwindle down, because everything uh, in their lifetime has been handed to them. They've never experienced struggle. So th there's some dark times coming. And again, the people who depend on others for everything uh, are going to be the ones who struggle the most. Well stated. Our next caller is Bruce from Texas. Bruce, how are you? Hello? Hello, Bruce. You're on the air. Okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, Good show as always, guys. And uh, George, yeah, I was in the first Gulf War too, and we didn't have the internet then, so I I took everything for granted. So don't Likewise, feel like brother. the Lone Ranger, you know. Yes, sir. That's, yeah, I think those of us that that actually found out the truth afterwards, especially after nine eleven, who are veterans, are kind of like pretty much more amped up than than the average person, uh, as far as are knowledgeable, because you start digging after you start finding out how you were lied to. And use this cannon fodder for, but uh, like, like I found out that the uh, that Halliburton was angle drilling into Saddam Hussein's oil fields, and that's what really pissed him off. And that he had a meeting with the U.S. ambassador to Iraq, which was a woman, and that's a psychological oh, play true. right there because the Arab mindset is women are weaker and they're easily manipulated. You know, they don't take they don't respect them, and so she told him. Well, we won't get involved in any conflict you have with Kuwait. Of course, that was a lie. So they set him up, and he fell into the trap. And uh, they, they wanted to take that big army that he had out. And so, you know, we know the rest of the story there. Uh, this whole thing, this psychological warfare, and, yeah, today's Father's Day, and there's a lot of fathers that have no more contact with their children, especially the girls, Maybe their their sons, you know, if they went into the gay route and stuff, it's it's tragic and it's it goes back to uh, ritual child slaughter, I believe. I mean, uh, except now it's it's done electronically, and it's really uh, something we need to be aware of. 
I'm looking at a website, uh, ChristiansForTruth.com. Meet the Jewish billionaires who are bankrolling Drag Queen Story Hour for their children. Uh, it's dated December 6, 2019. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll get to the grist of the matter. Uh, two big foundations, the Walter and Elise Haas Foundation, a Bay Area philanthropy founded by Walter Haas, and he... He's descended from the uh, the Levi Strauss family, wow. you know Strauss Levi's jeans, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're billionaires and and they're they funded this and of course they're behind the Democratic Party, and uh, it, you know I don't know how do we combat this. I mean, as far as protests, when I saw parents lined up at the library, kind of like interfering in, in the uh, the drag queen story time, that was legit. In my mind, and uh, so I believe Paul is correct, and y'all are correct that that this other thing in Idaho was totally set up. But sure. it's very effective because then it it kind of throws water on on the idea of going out and confronting these these beasts. You know, any thoughts? That's a- excellent point, Bruce Scorpio. Your thoughts, and then George. Oh, I agree. A oh, good good call, uh, Bruce. And yeah, it does throw water on because you've got these cookie cutter bad guys that they busted in this in this u-haul truck which of course is supposed to spark memories of oklahoma city oh my god the white supremacist in a u-haul truck you know that old routine <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know you look at this these guys are wearing brand new shoes right out of the box the the, the soles of the, of the boots didn't even have dirt on them yet much less worn down so i mean these guys were dressed up right off the rack it's so pathetic, and if you look at the footage, too, these, a lot of these guys look like ex-military, and a few of them have that spook look to them, you know, like intelligence operative look. They, they get a certain look to them after after a certain number of years, and it's very obvious, but I think, um, you know, we're just going to, I think George made a great point. We're, we're not going to win this battle, like, force on force, first round, no way. Uh, we're going to have to find alternative ways to um, combat this, and it's not going to be... You know, take your gun to the streets. It's not going to work. We're going to have to, again, uh, set up alternative uh, systems for ourselves and our friends and our uh, and our compatriots. And we're going to have to uh, stop trusting this government. That's the big one right there. Your thoughts, uh, George Hobbs, the fact hunter. Yeah, uh, nice to talk to you, Bruce. Uh, listen, when you're a combat veteran, and I did seven tours, uh, when you find out what this federal government is all about, it, it's worse than finding out that your wife cheated on you. And that's that's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, uh, three things that George H.W. Bush did to lie his way into Iraq. Uh, April Gillespie was approached by Saddam Hussein in the end of July uh, 1990, and he said Kuwait was slant drilling. And he said, we're going to <laughs> kick their ass and take it back, but we want to get your permission first. So she went back to George H.W. Bush, and he said, oh, yeah, what happens between Kuwait and Iraq? That's their business. Wink. So fast forward August 2nd, 1990, the day my daughter was born, actually, was the day that Saddam went in. And, of course, the Mockingbird media, the evil Saddam Hussein has taken over Kuwait City. And then, of course, they hired the Kuwait's ambassador, Naira al-Sabah, crying in front of Congress that the Iraqi soldiers were throwing babies on the ground. All of this for money and oil. Well stated. Mm-hmm. Our next caller is Chance from West Virginia. Welcome, Chance. How are you? Are you there, Chance? Hello, Chance. Can you hear me? 
There you are. Yes, I can now. Yes, yes, sir. I'd like an opinion from George, considering he's a veteran. George, yes, sir. Uh, considering, you know, the, the, the lunatic fringe propaganda that's being, that's being foisted on the military, in your opinion, what percentage of the military do you think will stand by the American citizen should the proverbial shit hit the fan? Less and less by the day, I can tell you that. When I retired in 2015, they were more worried about these woke classes, um, you know, the acceptance of the LGBT community. Uh, I, I spent more times in classroom than I did on the range making sure my soldiers were able to hit the broadside of a barn. And that was seven years ago. And now they're kicking out, you know, the warriors uh, who are refusing the Jew jab, and they're replaced. Listen, you don't need to be an American citizen to join the army. So they're hauling in all these people from around the world. They're going to put them in the army. So um, it's getting less and less every day, my friend. Well, percentage-wise, what would you say? Uh, uh, 10%, that would stand with, with us. 10%. 10%. Yep, mm. If I had to oh, guess. Oh, boy. Well, God bless you guys. Now, thank you for taking my call, Giuseppe. God bless you, Chance. Please call again soon. Uh, Joe from Florida, let's make it quick. Joe, we're running out of time, but uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, just happy Scorpio and George. Thanks. Real quick, so using coded language, Jeremy from Kentucky and Dr. Patrick Slattery and I have worked out the phrase. Are we talking about the cicada? Dr. Slattery was complaining about cicadas. He was being accused, <laughs> not of an anti-Semitic agenda, but we call it the anti-cicada agenda. Nice. So we have to cool it with the anti-cicada remark. That's my code word. <laughs> That's good. Well, yeah, uh, we've got some other callers, but we're one out of time. I want to give both uh, Scorpio and, and George the final word. Go ahead, Scorpio. Well, another good code word might be termites, because <laughs> that's what they do. Uh, slowly eat away at things till they collapse, and that's what we're living through right now, guys. And I just think... Um, it's very ominous what's coming down the pike in terms of the economy, and I think it's really time to uh, get prepared physically, spiritually, and mentally, and uh, you know, work with uh, people you know and start building parallel systems. I think time is running really short. George, quickly. Uh, another word next to termite, parasite. They'll suck us dry, but they won't kill us. Not quite yet. Very good. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the King of Sunday night, Robert Ravold and Incendiary Radio. We'll see you next week. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride.